So hello and welcome to this new podcast series Movies Are Us. My name is Shashi Mukherjee and in this new podcast series I'm going to be talking to people from different walks of life, different professions and understand how movies impact them, influence them and shape their perspectives in their personal and professional lives. Uh so like because I am connected to the industry and I work in the industry and I'm always surrounded by people from the industry. So I have only one school of perspectives around me all the time. So in this series I'm going to be talking to my friends not from the industry and understand how they look at cinema. So we are not going to be technically dissecting movies or discussing movies in that way but we are just going to be like fans talking about this medium that we love so much cinema and today I have a very dear friend Channi Sethi uh, who is a dancer and uh, she has taught me dance she has taught me two styles contemporary and jazz uh, at a dance school in Mumbai and uh, i'm going to be talking to channi about three movies which have been very important in her life uh, the first one would be before sunrise which is a 1995 film by richard linklater and the second one is the italian 1997 film life is beautiful and the third one would be this 2020 release anubhav sinha's thappar which was a very important movie of this year so let's get into it welcome channi how are you what's happening hi shashi I'm doing good. Um I don't remember teaching you contemporary though. <laughs> okay, I mixed up. Sorry about that. <laughs> But m- maybe we I've have danced good. contemporary together. I don't know. Maybe you were yes, there. Yes, yes, that that can be yes. possible for sure. But yeah. okay, that, that's fine. Like I have been like learning by looking at you. So you can be my teacher <laughs> that way. So what's happening sure, in this I lockdown? Sure, I guess like everyone's everyone's teacher like that. um totally. ever since the lockdown started i haven't you know had any sort of productivity in my life at all i'm 20 years old and i'm studying political science so obviously i'm unemployed um, well, it doesn't matter it's okay at least you don't <laughs> yeah, need to yeah, be earning money yeah a ba in political science can give you no job you have to have to study further to you know get anything worth surviving for <laughs> um but i guess you know i didn't even realize how vastly different my life had become compared to what it used to be before the lockdown i'm just always watching something or the other on all these apps i have so many subscriptions at this point that's okay. the only place my money is going subscriptions as in the ott platforms you mean yes Yes. How many? How many um, have you gotten? Do, don't you share it with friends? Let me let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Netflix, Prime Video, Hotstar, Sony Live, Voot. Uh, <laughs> so I I guess five. But yeah, five. But nice, then I nice. also watch um, YouTube videos. I watch a lot of YouTube videos, and I watch short films here and there, like on Instagram or YouTube or. I don't know wherever I find the links. You you should also check out this uh, site called Mubi M U B I, and it I've has I've heard about it. Yeah, it it has really good films. Like uh, you can subscribe to it also, and uh, maybe they give a seven uh, day like free trial, and then you need to subscribe to it. But you can check that out. I guess too. I'll just end up subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's true. I always think like there should be one uh, OTT platform which can like club together every OTT platform. And then we, I there know, can be right? just one subscription money. It would be so money convenient. All of it. <laughs> it would be so convenient. Oh my god. What do you watch on YouTube? Like 
could you tell us some some short films that you watch or anything you remember right now short films when it comes to short films i don't i have like the bare minimum knowledge when it comes to short films i've just you know studied about short films a little bit through politics and a little bit through mass communication Okay. Most of the short films I watch are the ones that my friends create because I have like a whole bunch of friends that are studying filmmaking at this point. Oh, wonderful! So, nice. Yeah, uh-huh. I love. So that's a lot of the short films that I watch. Other than that, I think um, uh, I've seen a couple of documentaries by Anand Patwardhan. Okay. Um, and not not a lot of short films otherwise. Okay 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 so uh, because you said your friends are studying filmmaking uh, but yeah. i guess you are not directly connected to filmmaking are you that's what i am um, yeah well uh, my mom's an actor oh i didn't know that tell me more yeah. about that <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> my mom's an actor she's done uh, cameos in a couple of films here and there and she's um, you know uh a renowned figure in the tv industry i would say okay. so yeah i mean i i know a few mm-hmm. things here and there i know more about tv than i know about films when it comes to the technical details of it but mm-hmm. uh, yeah i don't really consider myself a part of this industry in any way at all okay so you don't uh, you don't have aspirations to like join the industry Something to join like the industry it would it would be like you know the very last resort for me i thought about uh, journalism at first but you know the okay. quality of journalism has just like completely died down all the journalists are either bored mm. or bullied at this point so you know that's a very bad place to start off your career other than that i thought of aviation hospitality which is still mm-hmm. a possibility for me mm-hmm. and i guess joining behind the camera would be a last resort for me i don't want to be in the front at all ever um uh, but yeah behind the camera maybe i could get a job if aviation doesn't work out okay okay fair enough but uh, why is it so because i have seen you dancing so well and being such mm-hmm. a good a confident person in class Uh, why do you think so that you don't want to be in front of the camera uh because i i don't think i'm just you know meant for something like this i'm a very sensitive person i'm very emotionally turbulent and most of the confidence that you've seen is just you know the motto of fake it till you make it uh that's that's <laughs> how like anyone in front of the camera does it right don't you think so yeah but it's 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 a facade that i got tired of really mm. eventually dancing stopped okay. becoming my passion after a certain point of time you know if you're just constantly being untrue to yourself eventually mm-hmm. whatever you're doing stops satisfying you okay okay that that makes sense uh mm. i'll i'll talk about that again i'll i'll tell you some things but on private chat like uh, how you can be <laughs> truthful as an artist like seek your own truth and mm-hmm. uh, and and still fake it in front of the camera that is also something which can be done but let's get into the uh, topic of this podcast uh, yes like how do you look at cinema how important is cinema in your life um 
you know frankly i've not given it a lot of thought but i guess if i had to you know put a pin in it uh, cinema would be a very important part of my life it is mm-hmm. uh, something that has uh, changed with me it has grown with me it has evolved with me compared to the films that i've seen as a child to what cinema has reached at this point mm-hmm. um I kind of feel like we're growing at the same pace mm-hmm. and all all the time my preferences have changed along with you know what's going on in my life otherwise like when I was a dancer I used to watch a lot of musicals okay and uh, then I got really involved with you know old music 60s mm-hmm. to 80s music so i started okay. watching a lot of films that were based on singers of that time like bohemian rhapsody or oh, lovely um, rocket man mm-hmm. or yesterday which is about the beatles not exactly but yeah um so yeah that happened and then i started studying politics so i started watching a lot of films in that genre mm-hmm. and i guess um if i had to choose a genre or two which i've been watching consistently yeah would be romcoms um romcoms are my absolute guilty pleasure because i know for a fact that something like that is not possible in real life and they're just so typical have you noticed there's always you know the female lead who's like very determined or inspired and seeks love and then there's the male lead who's either extraordinary or he's good for nothing and then there's always a side character who's better than the male lead and then the female lead has to choose it's all very typical but it's such a fantasy okay it's an yeah, escape it's a big do, do you thing. Yeah, like yeah, to yeah. describe it yeah. that way it it would be something that i would want in my life i know i can't have it so i might as well just watch it <laughs> i was just reading uh, uh, like uh, i just came across an article where someone accused uh, some i don't remember maybe some actor or something that they ruined their idea of romance <laughs> in real life or mm-hmm. something like that because of the movie <laughs> they made yeah something like that yeah yeah but for sure films have a very very huge impact on people's minds they don't even know it a lot of them don't even know it but it completely changes how people are at some point everyone has that one film that has changed the way they look at something very true very true but do you think that like where do you stand on this if if cinema should be thought provoking that it should leave mm-hmm. you with a thought at the end mm-hmm. or should it mm-hmm. be just for entertainment a brainless comedy or something like that where do you stand on this i feel like this is a very black or white question i mean <laughs> there are all kinds of people in yeah. the world and yeah. everyone seeks a different type of cinema yeah so as long as there are directors that want to create different types of cinema there is going to be both of these options available okay okay fair enough okay so chani uh, let's talk about the movies you want to talk about let's start with before sunrise and tell me when did you watch it for the first time and how you felt about that movie hmm um 
I think I saw it around um, two years ago, and I was frankly at my lowest point at that time. Um, I was very depressed. I just uh, got my heart severely broken into so many pieces, and um, I don't know. I just become very emotionally turbulent as a person, and. Mm. I I don't blame myself for it because I I fall in love very easily when it comes to people, places, things, anything. I just fall in love very easily, and then I get my heart broken very often. And two years ago, I was at a point where I didn't think I could get any lower than that. At that point was when I think somebody recommended this film to me. They recommended the entire trilogy, but uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find the other two parts. So I've only seen Before Sunrise, and um, you know, it kind of struck me in an epiphany sort of way. It kind of made me realize that I didn't have to be in the place where I was. I had been. holding others accountable for the way that i felt and you know that's a very i felt like that's a very bad thing to do you can't hold everyone accountable for how you're feeling because otherwise you're just going to always feel disappointed um okay okay maybe not always but like most of the time i'm just a cynic <laughs> um other than that you know it kind of made me feel like it's okay for me to feel things because there were there were a lot of times when i felt like you know oh shit why am i feeling like this oh my god i'm such a loser how can i fall for someone like that how can i you know let myself do something like this so i used to shame myself a lot for feeling the way i felt but then after watching this film i kind of felt like you know it's okay it's shaped me to be the person that i am today and even though the memory is not necessarily happy hmm. at least i've grown as a person so it's given me a different perspective it helped me see joy in something bad okay in something yeah depressing otherwise depressing but uh, since you said that you shouldn't be dependent on other people like uh, you shouldn't be blaming other people and when mm-hmm. it comes to relationships like why do you think it would work uh, like only from one person's efforts like why should just one person be responsible both are responsible for each other what both is your take on that of yeah. them i mean um if you're in a relationship it's like a completely different dynamic right you're responsible for each other in the kind of way that you'll help each other stimulate your minds you'll help each other grow you'll help each other reach your goals and grow together as a couple but um a lot of the times when you have these small arguments mm-hmm. you end up you know unknowingly saying things that might be very hurtful to someone else a lot mm-hmm. of times in anger you don't realize the power that your words hold and at such a point it would make very little sense for me to be upset about something that you said completely out of anger i would obviously feel bad but i can't be holding a grudge against you i i know the position that you're in 
so i understand where you're coming from even even if your statement was completely uncalled for i you know can't let it make me feel like oh i'm the worst person in the world true 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 makes sense uh like that, then what did you really make out of this movie like finding joy in whatever there is right now and like not worrying what happens after sunrise something what was that the th- take away you know basically um not letting a bad memory um take over you entirely looking at everything in the past fondly yeah i guess that letting relationships be what they are and not you know putting too much emphasis on them or making them into something that they might not be otherwise seeing things for what they really are i could meet you today and then not see you for the next 10 years being mm-hmm. okay with that but didn't you want to know if they met after 6 months since you didn't watch the other two movies of the <laughs> i mean i feel like if the other two films are made then they met <laughs> <laughs> definitely met yeah but they could have met like after like 10 years or 9 years that could be also true from what from what i've heard from what yeah. i've heard is that both of them end up getting married to different people oh my so god why are you giving out spoilers it spoilers <laughs> i'm sorry it's okay we have already spoken about the end of the film so <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for sharing this entire perspective and it's so amazing to know how movies like help us in different stages of our life and yeah and they make such a big impact in our lives i was surprised myself that this movie came to be so important to me truly that's true that's true and i guess it uh, like since you talked about how love stories are very stereotypical and everything mm-hmm. it's all yeah. a formula but this movie yeah. is considered to be one of the defining it redefined the genre of romance or rom it's not a, i don't know if it's a rom-com yeah it's not it's a rom-com rom- rom- yeah it's only yeah. romance <laughs> so it kind of redefined it like people consider it yeah, that way because for sure it's a movie just a conversation it's only yeah. a conversation they're talking for 1 hour 40 minutes in the entire and movie and you know and surprisingly that's how i fell in love with the person who broke my heart at that point so <laughs> okay but what did you think about uh, just the conversation like uh, because when i watched it like i was like yeah this is how i would also talk and uh, mm-hmm. and this is always the uh, the typical first date like this is how it goes yeah. is it though i mean it's it's not really right i mean you don't you don't just like get off uh the train with a stranger at a place where you I'm, don't want to be <laughs> i'm just talking about the conversation part like not not everything the other things you know, they do you know i've known i've known a lot of people and i've spoken to a lot of people i have had a lot of friends at some point of time but i can tell you for sure that this is not the kind of conversation that you have with everyone yeah um, that, that is true too yeah yeah this is the kind of conversation that you have with very very specific people in your life and more often than not you know exactly who these people are that you would be willing to have such a conversation with mhm mhm that makes sense that's true that happens like i guess um, uh, don't you think like you get the vibe very early off 
uh, on the mm-hmm. first day like yeah. you you know yeah. how it is going to go or does it happen exactly. that uh, does it always happen that you get the vibe early and you know how is it going to go or has it happened all has it has this also happened that uh, you got a wrong vibe about how it is going to go and that like the other person like yeah, disproved you for sure for sure i mean that is exactly why thappad came to be so important to me <laughs> okay 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 we'll go on to thappad but before that let's discuss uh, the second movie uh, mm-hmm. do you want to share anything more about the previous movie is there anything you um, wanted to share no i guess that's it okay let's move on to the second one then let's talk about yeah. the academy award winning 1997 italian film life is beautiful which is a defining film from european cinema so let's talk about that and tell me what did you feel after watching that film and why oh my god i mean life is beautiful was i feel a whole different league compared to any film that i've ever watched before this and you know um i have some kind of connection i don't understand it myself but i have some kind of connection with films that are essentially depressing or disturbing uh it's okay, weird have, but like it, it's <laughs> yeah. it's like an addiction for me yeah yeah i mean i guess for me that stems out of the fact that i like to believe that there are absolutely all sorts of people in the world mm-hmm. every every kind of extreme that you can think about every type of absurd that you can think about all people mm. of that kind exist and that is why i like to watch films that can be very disturbing or very depressing because that mm-hmm. reinforces my belief and true, um, true. when it comes to life is beautiful it's 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 a beautiful film. I can even go out on a limb and say it's my favorite film ever. Mm-hmm. And I doubt any other film can you know take that place away from this film because it made me feel such strong emotions. Mm-hmm. And I cried like a baby by the time the film was ending. I mm-hmm. was just my god i was in a different world at that point but you know one thing that i took out of life is beautiful mm-hmm. is that we tend to see victims only as victims but yeah. this film completely changed the way you look at someone's misery mm. it humanized a victim so much you actually started seeing the kind of lives that they had before becoming a victim or mm. how they dealt with what they were going through usually in such films you just see that oh it's a very depressing situation or oh, they're separated from their families and all of that but then this put such a i wouldn't say optimistic because like he died in the end but uh, oh my god spoilers after spoilers it's okay <laughs> Go on, go on, go on. It's okay. It's okay. How how else will we express our just, emotions and feelings say, if we not I'll give out spoilers? I'll just say spoiler alert the next time. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. I was kidding. It's okay. Carry on. But yeah, it just put like a you know positive spin on things. I mean, the child grew up with such 
a strong affiliation with his father with such a strong sense of love of justice of you know f- joy so yeah i mean it was just a beautiful film that's that's very true because uh, what happens is like what i feel our lives are very limited we have limited experiences mm-hmm. like we yeah. have like a certain f- friend circle but it is important mm-hmm. for us to like explore movies or books because they uh, mm-hmm. let us understand other people's lives too and so many yeah. things have happened around the world yeah. so because you liked life is beautiful have you also watched jojo rabbit it's around the same uh, i have not i have not i mean so many people have recommended it to me but i have just not come around to watching it because i recently started watching anime and i'm getting too much into that okay that's that. so no worries you can <laughs> just catch it up on hotstar but i'll get around to it yes yeah. yes yes it's, it's on the same I might theme just watch it's a it different tonight. spin yeah do that I might do just that watch it let tonight. me know how you find it i think what i like the most about uh, i mean i don't know if i liked it the most about the film but it surprised me the most is that i couldn't have imagined a film about holocaust being this positive mm-hmm. yeah so like uh, jojo rabbit is uh, a comic take on the whole thing like it's it's a dark mm-hmm. comic take on the whole thing mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, when you I watch it, it you'll get to know like i can't give away spoilers uh, <laughs> like the way you have been doing <laughs> it's okay just i'm sorry <laughs> I, no no i was kidding it's okay uh, shall we move on to the third one thappar yes sure so yeah begin tell me uh, you want, wanted to talk about that before what were you going to talk? uh no i that was just a passing comment i made because <laughs> it just really suited there but uh, thappar i feel like has been a very personal film for me especially mm-hmm. at the time that it came out because uh, right before the film came out i had just gotten out of an uh, an abusive relationship um a couple of months before that and um, you know it um, just really helped me get over it in a sense because um I'm hoping nobody who's listening to this has faced something like that. I hope nobody has been in an abusive relationship like that, but it can be very traumatizing. It can be um you know depressing in a way that would make you want to stop believing in the opposite gender at all. I mm. had reached a point where I thought ke you know no man's ever going to be worth it. And I can never trust another person again after what happened because I invested my entire self into a relationship and then he did something out of anger that I did not expect at all and when I saw the film I realized that the only reason the abuse continued in my relationship was because I didn't stop it the first time it happened Hmm. I let it slide. I thought to myself, "Okay, you know, okay, he's angry, he's justified." But then I realized it's not. I mean, I'm letting him make me a non-human entity. Hmm. Like I'm not my own person. I am my own person, and I can't let someone cross boundaries that I create for myself. And 
also okay so this is going to be a very weird thing i'm going to say and you might not be able to digest it and a lot of people can't digest it but i am still friends with this guy uh <laughs> and um, this is also something that i looked forward to right after i watched this film mm-hmm. um can i give another spoiler <laughs> yeah 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 i was just kidding it's okay it's okay how else are we going to talk about our feelings and emotions if we not give away spoilers i'm it's okay we can okay spoiler alert yes so she ends up being friends with him after the whole thing gets over after there's an entire court case and everything they still you know decide to be okay with each other and uh, of course they have a more complicated dynamic they brought another life into the world and all of that but it can apply to simple relationships as well because at the end of the day even if you get into a relationship like this you have to remember that you were a friend to them before that hmm. and um, you know maybe he thought that it was okay for him to do something like this because he was my partner so what i did is i simply took away that aspect of our dynamic he stopped becoming my part- partner we're back to being friends and he's back to knowing for sure that he has these boundaries that he can't cross was very well said very well articulated chandni uh, like i am getting a new perspective <laughs> about how i should look at uh, this whole thing and i should be i should have uh, understood this after watching the movie also but i uh, got mm. a point from the movie that also this guy the, her husband was not a mm-hmm. uh, bad guy like he they, mm-hmm. they didn't have exactly. an abusive relationship before or something yeah. like that it was just normal yeah. uh, nice nice married life and suddenly one day mm. he ends up slapping yeah. her because he uh, because he is angry on someone else but why did he slap her that was the point yeah. and it led to so many things it was a wonderful yeah. uh, perspective that you shared with me and uh, we, <laughs> thank you could, could you uh, could we talk about how uh, you have been seeing the changes that have been happening in our industry in in terms of the change in subject matters that have been becoming that have been taking up the mainstream sector uh, and where yeah. do you see what what else could be made what other stories could come up how do you look at that i was just going to frame it in the way by saying that you know slowly and eventually gradually parallel cinema is becoming mainstream cinema yeah i feel like that's mm-hmm. happening that kind of shift is happening and that's because um you know over time people have started realizing that entertainment films are just bad <laughs> uh, maybe the definition of entertainment is changing <laughs> entertain like yeah. i was uh, talking to nasiruddin shah like few days back yeah. on an interview and uh, he had mentioned mm. about thappar and he said that mm. it's uh, mulk and thappar are not entertaining mm. films they are engaging mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. wouldn't start laughing or having fun but you would be engaged mm. till the end yeah. and i guess that is what is important for, uh, for a film to do uh, yeah and when you said that you know, there are still yeah, yeah, yeah there are still going. sects of people that um, enjoy mainstream cinema like the entertainment films as you would call it mm-hmm. uh a lot that is the reason why those films never stop 
you know earning as much money as they do mm. even though that's reducing a little mm. bit here and there like i was really happy that student of the year two didn't earn uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> uh because it was a bad film it was a really bad film these are just bad films but um there are still people out there that are watching it and you know i'm not um gonna feel like they're wrong i mm. mean they have their own lives whatever it might be a lot of people watch films just to you know escape their own reality yes and if this is the place that they want to escape to then that's <laughs> their choice <laughs> <laughs> but how do you define uh, the mainstream cinema which you think is uh, a kind of reducing now like the, the, do the song and dances define it or that because song and dance is also an important aspect of film but it's not done the way it should be done there are so many dance films exactly in the west exactly and even in india uh, ye ballet came out oh my on netflix god don't which... get me started on dance films in india oh my god i have still not watched <laughs> ye ballet could you tell me uh, you was not, it up you to your standards ye ballet ye ballet is the first indian film about dance that i have ever appreciated Okay because okay. I've watched a lot of dance films I've watched a lot of dance films and Indian dance films are the worst because the dance worst. is made as an item They're, to to propagate the selling of the cinema of the movie <laughs> it's it's not even that it's just absolutely so unrealistic it is so unrealistic i mean people do the most basic choreography hmm. and suddenly they're in the finals of some world championship i mean what is wrong with you <laughs> oh my god i i get which movie you are talking about <laughs> or the kind of movies that come out in this genre in india yeah so i mean ye ballet after i watched that i mean that was just refreshing that was just so nice for me to see i was and obviously i'm biased because ajintya's in it yeah so like i'm That's thoroughly true. biased because of that <laughs> but it was uh like keeping my bias aside it was a really good film true 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 but do you think the uh, like there are in parallel cinema which you talked about uh, they mm-hmm. don't involve item numbers like the actors don't break out into dance suddenly yeah. and do you think that is going to be the trend in the coming years and dance films would be another genre properly explored in india I feel I mean um okay specifically films about dance would be dance films otherwise like films with just a lot of uh, songs in it would be musicals yeah uh, and um, I think musicals are phasing out to some extent they are phasing out like the number of songs in a film have been reducing I don't know if that's something that you've noticed uh because after taking up politics i saw a lot of you know maybe not like old old but um like let's say 90s to early 2000 films and they had just too much music and most <laughs> of it was so unnecessary hmm. like marches was downright irritating hmm marches had a song every 20 minutes 
and none of it took you, you the should watch race of the film forward <laughs> believe it or not i have <laughs> oh wonderful i have also watched it but uh, like uh, i don't remember it anymore now <laughs> cool. same same it just completely wiped out of my memory it was like trauma <laughs> <laughs> okay so you see that musicals are going down like that's not happening musicals are going down in the sense that there is going to be music in mm. indian films of course it is mm. a characteristic of indian films yeah i mean that's how people around the world know indian films indian films have a lot of music in it so mm. I don't think that aspect of it is is ever going to go away but I feel like people will eventually evolve uh into you know a phase where um music is only used in a film if it is uh, helping the plot line move forward like in Very Gangs true. of Wasseypur yeah 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 you were saying about Gangs of Wasseypur no 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 I'm saying like that's the kind of music that was used in the film a lot of the music that was written was um either an explanation of the plot line or it helped uh move Define the plot a line forward yeah 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 makes sense makes sense do you think that uh, like uh now uh, filmmaking is kind of becoming more accessible to people because that do you think the definition of stardom would change because uh so many people are stars right from their homes now because of mm-hmm. digital how do you how do you look at the stars now because the, what is the difference between actually, yeah i'm completely disconnected from online stardom okay to be honest i okay. have no idea of who is famous right now no it's completely but uh, but yeah when it yeah. comes to bollywood i feel like um there is going to be a slow change towards how people define stars everyone is i mean it's the lockdown period everyone has a lot of time on their hands and uh, i'm going to just go ahead and say something controversial if uh, it wasn't for the lockdown mm-hmm. um very very few people would have spoken up about sushant singh rajput yes um, yes everyone would have just been like oh i'm so sorry he died uh, let's be nice to everyone positivity spread karenge and all that but mm-hmm. since everyone had a lot of time people had the time to think ke, you know maybe this is not the case and yeah eventually people are going to start realizing that not all nepo kids are good actors mm. uh like for example janvi kapoor mm. i recently saw gunjan saxena Okay. And oh my god. I mean maybe maybe she wasn't as bad as I think she is. Maybe I only think that she was that bad because she was surrounded by such a strong star cast. Hmm. I mean Pankaj Tripathi was playing her father. So yes. obviously she's going to look very dull in front of someone like that if she has very little acting skills to begin with. I okay. think uh, immediately after watching the film I made a Facebook post that said uh Janvi Kapoor added as much value to Gunjan Saxena as Nargis Fakhri did to Rockstar <laughs> Okay 
okay but i haven't watched it so i, I really don't, i don't know i'm just uh, like people have been saying many things about the film like some people loved her performance yeah and said that the it, film isn't bad mm-hmm. the film isn't bad there are just some arcs in the story that um, you know aren't entirely realistic mm-hmm. and something that would be easy to believe Mm-hmm. and a lot of people have been you know dismissing a lot of the things that are shown in the film saying that it has been highly fictionalized mm-hmm. uh that i'm not sure about but um can i ask you one question yeah surely go ahead this this is something that i've been wondering ever since i saw this film is okay. that um well i haven't watched the film if though. you had to okay no it's fine it's fine it's it's just a food for thought type of question mm-hmm. um films usually dictate what the norms of the society are right mm-hmm. like if you show a lot of violence in films there's a lot of violence in real life if you mm-hmm. show a lot of you know misogyny in films there's a lot of misogyny in real life mm-hmm. so if you i mean what do you think would be more impactful when it came to women empowerment would it be better to show that there is a lot of misogyny but the women are fighting against it and coming out on top or would it be better to show that um misogyny is not the norm anymore uh what i feel is that uh see there are two three aspects i'm going to talk about on this first mm-hmm. of all biopics uh for me this is my personal opinion they don't have mm-hmm. to be Uh, they don't have to stay true to the facts because we need to mm. dramatize it and we need to fictionalize it yeah. to make it cinematic yeah. because suppose you lived a day like <coughs> i want to make a film on a day of yours like today yeah. what you did whatever you yeah, did yeah of course okay. of course you're going to have to fictionalize one it. event could be amazing but uh, it it made a certain impact on you and i feel that this has a potential to become a film but then there are yeah. some rules like you need to act, add act 1 act 2 act 3 and ma- mm-hmm. put some plot yeah. points these are like terms of screenwriting and all and then mm-hmm. make it like a cinematic event so that will make mm-hmm. cinema but what i believe is that uh, don't fictionalize it in a way that it becomes unbelievable that is what mm-hmm. i don't like yeah. make it believably fictionalized that is one thing yeah. and the other things are what i was going to say is that yeah so uh, you can show misogyny you can show violence mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there are two voices when you make a film one is the filmmaker's voice one is the character's voice okay. mm-hmm. these two voices shouldn't coincide that is what i had uh, was <coughs> what i thought was the problem with kabir singh the filmmaker's voice coincided with the character kabir singh's voice so he was vouching for kabir it singh did, uh, like this is a yeah. good guy and whatever he has done yeah. is right and he should get away with it like he shouldn't be punished because of it yeah. i don't say that that make a film uh, on moral science don't like uh, you don't have to be preachy but your voice mm. and i can't explain this right now uh, because i am not no, also I a very like no i understand what you're saying yeah like i can't no, explain no, it I technically because i completely understood what you said but i i don't know if it answered my question <laughs> okay that one that one i i'll have to like uh, still like, have to go Think th- about through it. this yeah Yeah, and still think about it and it. let me know on private chat. Yeah, surely, surely. But I hope like the things I mentioned, I told you, could like somewhere. It does make a lot of sense. Yeah. It did. Uh, you know, I hadn't thought of this before at all. Like something like this would have never crossed my mind if you hadn't said it. 
like i keep thinking about uh, these things a lot but i still don't have an answer to all of it right now still learning mm, of course so i'm trying to make sense on my own like trying to understand what mm. uh, what it could be what could be right what could be wrong and i'm i'm still confused about the movie kabir singh i still have confusions mm. about it because sometimes i look from this angle i look from that lens i was having this discussion with another person who's from from the industry and i was uh, i was I, i again got confused like what do you mean by that mm. and, like i think mm. i'll keep having this internal discussion with myself about this movie mm. for a long time mm-hmm. and one day I, i i'll come at a conclusion i'm i'm sure but uh, thank you so much chani we had a great conversation and thank you for doing <laughs> this and uh, i had a lot of fun sharing your perspectives sharing about your personal life and uh, so many interesting thoughts thank you uh, <laughs> for joining me on this uh, podcast and all the best and study well thank you and uh, oh yeah I Let's guess. overcome this lockdown very soon and meet. Amen. Thank, Thank you. you for calling me here. This was a very fun experience and I think I have also learned quite a bit about cinema through this. Oh really? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am not sure. <laughs> If I could I could I don't know. I'm I'm we are not supposed to learn about cinema on this podcast. We are just going to discuss about cinema like Yeah, ordinary mm-hmm. movie goers. I mean, you learn you learn something about it from you know a regular person's perspective, and I learned something about it from you know a film enthusiast or a movie buff or I don't know what term you yeah, prefer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that works. That works. That that makes sense totally. And mm-hmm. cool. Then thank you so much, and all the best. Take thank care. You. Stay safe. Thank you. Take care.